1: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
2: Get ready, right, right now. This is the Rich Eisen Show.
3: from Las Vegas, home of Super Bowl 58.
0: You know, the game manager stuff, it's, that's crazy. Well, I mean, again, Rich, it's a compliment. The people need to stop using it as a slur.
3: The Rich Eisen Show, covering the biggest game with the biggest guest, Pro Football Hall of Famer and Super Bowl champion, Kurt Warner. Pro Football Hall of Famer and Super Bowl champion, Charles Woodson. And now... It's Rich
2: Eisen. Yes, hour number three of day two of our residency in Las Vegas is on the air. And welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show live from Las Vegas at the TurboTax Studio. Like football. Life is all about making moves, and when you file with TurboTax, you've got the tools, experts, and services needed to make your moves count. What a great second hour we just had with Dion Sanders getting up, and who sat down was none other than Michael Irvin and Emmett Smith together. And hour number three is off to a roaring start. Truly one of my favorite human beings on planet Earth, Super Bowl champion, pro football, Hall of Famer. And courtesy of the big game sipping event that is tomorrow, Friday, here at Mandalay Bay, hosted by Sibley Skulls, none other than the great Charles Woodson. Good to see you, Charles. Great to see you, Rich. Well, you know, Charles, I don't know if you feel the same way as I do. but. These days the air is cleaner, <laughs> the sun is brighter, oh, just, uh, the sky is bluer. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The food tastes I mean, better. Everything every, How about you, everything Charles? Everything
4: has been enhanced this year with a little bit of uh, a little bit of amazing blue sprinkled on. So? It. Everything has a little amazing blue uh, uh, aura about it. I these agree. Days. It just yeah.
2: is. It just it just life feels a little different. Yeah. It just feels good. It just feels good. That's like our yeah. this was like our trading places moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Looking good. Yeah. Feeling, feeling good. good. <laughs> Looking good, feeling good. Yeah. Man, what a what a year. Right? What a year. And you were you were out there on the front lines. Front lines, Front lines. Man. You front. and Desmond were out there on the front lines. Just every every day. Hearing it. You know every, every weekend. weekend. Just just
4: taking strays from everybody. And it didn't matter. Because that's our school, and that's what we
2: do. That's what we, <laughs> that's what we do. Well, we hadn't done it since you, you know. And this was Incred- unbelievable, incredible. We, we we
4: talked the other night. Yeah. And we just talked about all of the the things that were thrown at this team, thrown at those young men all season, and every game they just went out there and they just wore it. They wore it every game and went out there and produced, and and they they delivered. The greatest season in Michigan football history this past year.
2: Now, you saying that is, yeah. a, is quite a statement.
4: 100%. To, to, to go through it the way that they did, to lose your coach twice, you know, to, to have to go through the playoffs, to have to go through Alabama, you know, um, and then to play a Washington team that was hot in the finale and just get it done. And, and the fashion in which they were able to go out there and beat our biggest rival to end the season
2: mm mm-hmm. unbelievable, you know, and the biggest rival has spent nothing but their every waking hour yeah and,
4: and trying, a lot of money, and a lot of money too, apparently they're spending yeah a lot of money they're playing around these days I've heard that yeah, story, yeah yeah,
2: but they have done nothing but try and keep kids and load up and and come on back and my response every time is, well, listen, even if Somehow, some way, the result doesn't go our way in the horseshoe next year. There's 12 playoff teams this time around. You right. know, like the, the the elimination game between Michigan and Ohio State. At least we yeah. won the last one, and then I correct myself. Exactly, we won the last three. You're right.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, see, hey, Rich,
4: the see? old belly
0: laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling good,
1: oh,
4: Joe. Oh, this is great. Oh man, this is great.
2: Wow. We sound the same, don't we? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You These yeah. guys are sick of it. Yeah. They are so sick of it. They are so sick of it. But it's okay. you are the champ, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'd like to see you happy, Rick. It's, it's cool. Rich,
3: rich. I mean, <laughs> I would <laughs> love to argue, but when you're the champs, you're the champ. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't, say it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't think. matter what they think. It doesn't
1: matter. Just enjoy the show. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm okay with Wood. I, you know, I, I'm cool. I'd like seeing rich happy because yeah. for yeah. Him, <laughs> he came in after that Buckeye game and he was down. The show wasn't as good. Right. The show was not as good. The right. sun wasn't as bright. No, and then he start you start winning. I told yes. him start saying it with your chest and he did. And now our show is Emmy nominated oh, yeah. every year and it's great. It's all because of Michigan. It's
4: all because of Michigan. I man. agree. And 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 and, and in a good spirit. For what you do you have? guys? Oh. Even though
1: you guys, Oh. Oh.
2: What do you have? All right. Hey. Oh. oh. What's in Whitsy hey. hat? I, mean, I like the spirits would. Appreciate, okay, yeah. appreciate it. Okay, there you go. Thank
3: you. Man. Thank you.
2: Thank you. And I believe uh, in the guest chair to your your yeah. gravity, You take a oh, seat so we can hear you. Right, I'm sorry. No, I'm no, sorry. no. It's all good. I'm sorry. It's all you good. Know, it's all good. we, need, all good. Do we need glasses? Oh, still, what do we got? It's all good.
4: On cloud nine from that championship. I'm sorry. It's all good? Yeah, man. What do you have there? Oh, man. Well, this is uh, Woodson Whiskey. This is our commemorative bottle. So we have a, a, a partnership with the Raiders. So yeah. we're the official um, whiskey of the Las Vegas Raiders. And this is, uh, that was announced this year, right during uh, the during season. Yeah, yeah. And here's our newest project, a sparkling. Oh, oh, Intercept
2: Sparkling. Yeah. Intercept Sparkling. How about that? Hey, I, I told you again the other night when when we saw each other, um, your Intercept wine is awesome, and it and the 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 wine and the price point, right, is outstanding. Right. It really it's an it's an affordable wine that tastes like it's not affordable
4: and and you know what rich that came from it came from the people Uh, because I I have been into you know in the wine game for a while and I had a a higher priced wine when I first started Mm -hmm. and a lot of fans and people that came up to me were like hey man we love what you're doing love your product but it's a little pricey. We, we would love for you to have something that's more affordable, yeah. but still having that quality uh, uh, that we appreciate. And that's where Intercept was born. So I have nothing. Um, I have to give a big thanks to just fans of myself, fans of wine. Yeah. Uh, they were the catalyst for Intercept. Well, it's,
2: it, it works great in your whiskey. Yep. It's, pretty, it's got the Raiders logo on it.
4: Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. 1998 Defensive Rookie of the
2: Year. Commemorative bottle. Commitment to Commitment excellence. To excellence.
4: You already know it. Oh yeah. You already know it. That's oh, how we sure. do it. that's how we do, Rich.
2: Defensive players. We just of the make year. plays, man. We I know. just we just make plays. I know. That's it. Will you tell the uh, the uh, story I heard the other night about the night you won the Heisman and you weren't I guess ready to receive the award, correct? No.
4: No, no. I I, uh, I already knew who was winning the award. You know, and that's, that's kind of the way I approached that weekend, you know, mm-hmm. to go out, go to New York and uh, have a good time, hang out with, with Randy and uh, Peyton and, and, and Ryan and all of those guys. But we knew Peyton was winning the award. And so I didn't have anything prepared by way of a speech at all. <laughs> not even not even thinking about it. Nothing. And so when they called, you know, when they called my name, they opened that envelope. It was shock for one and I always tell people I always remember Randy was sitting over to my right and he, he gave me a nudge you know with it, with his elbow like man get up
2: <laughs> I'm like because you were so shocked Randy Moss had to elbow you
4: if you go go back and watch the tape you'll see him mm-hmm. give me the little nudge he's like get up like dang, this really happened so when I got up there on the stage man I was just winging it I don't even—I don't even remember what I said. It was like an out-of-body experience. I,
2: yeah. I have no clue. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I got to look at that footage. Yeah, yeah I'm now, looking it up right now yeah. just to see the the elbow because you thought Peyton was gonna take have, that thing. One hundred percent.
4: One hundred percent. Like going into the season, it was—I think—he um, had an opportunity to leave the year prior, right? Uh, and he came back, and so because he didn't want to go to
2: the Jets, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I believe that's, yeah. you know, uh, I, I don't think he would he would say that publicly, right, but right pretty much. Yep. Uh yeah. um,
4: but the way it was uh portrayed was that he was coming back, you yep. know, for his university to try to win a championship and to win the Heisman. And so it was basically his trophy to lose, right. so to speak. So
2: and it was your championship to take.
4: Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Speaking in the in the ch- keeping in the championship theme. Yes, yes indeed. <laughs> yeah.
2: Speaking of which, we're sitting next to the actual Lombardi Trophy. Yeah. That's sitting right here. Yeah, it's beautiful. When you think, when you look at this, what oh, do you yeah. th- what do you think of?
4: You know, uh, my career wouldn't have been complete without one. That's what I think about when I see that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's hard to do, hard to get there. You know, it's, you know, we're not all fortunate enough fortunate enough like Mahomes and Brady to just kind of live in the Super Bowl. And so for the rest of us mere mortals, (laughs) you know, you get very few opportunities to, to, you know, hoist a Lombardi. And when I think about that, that's what completed
2: my career, is being able to say that I'm a Super Bowl champion. I mean, going to Green Bay to do it, obviously. Um, And your speech that you gave in the locker room after Barack Obama had said, you know, He's a Bears fan. You right. Know? I mean, right. It, and it, we all knew. Everyone, yep. everyone knew he's a you know, senator from Illinois and yep. Chicago. And, but you took that as an offense, right? Yeah,
4: yeah. I did a little bit because I, I voted for him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, don't exclude me just because your team's not <laughs> <laughs> Just because your team's not going to be there doesn't mean you can't come support
2: right. me. I voted for you. you so what saying? happened when you did finally visit his house? Did oh. he, did some, did, was there an exchange between you and the, and the president at the time?
4: Yeah, yeah. He, you know, he got up and, and, and you know he uh, he made a joke about you know not not going at Charles Woodson or throwing Charles Woodson's way. You know, he, he he found out, you know, <laughs> don't go at Charles Woodson. So he made a a nice little joke about it. So that was cool to be in that moment, man, right. and, and to right. be sitting there with the you know the leader of the, the free world and him singling you out uh, because of something that you said. Uh, at, at, the, at the finale of, you know, the championship game. So, yeah, man, it was it
2: was pretty cool. Yeah, so yeah. might as well visit his house. And, but yeah. you're used to being on an island, though, Charles. You yeah. You used to that. Yeah,
4: spent a lot of time out there
2: uh-huh. on the island. <laughs> so what do you think of Super Bowl 58? <clears throat> what is your two cents on this game we're seeing Sunday?
4: Uh, you know, when I look at the two teams and when I look at Kansas City and what they've done, This postseason, you know, having to go on the road like they haven't done. Um, But the way they've won, they kind of won the way they've won all year. You know, defense has kind of led the way for them. Mahomes makes his plays, him and Kelsey, whenever they need it. So they've kind of won in the same fashion they've won all year. And I think with San Francisco – They've kind of sputtered along a little bit in the playoffs, having to have some late, you know, second half uh, with the Lions and then fourth quarter uh, with the Packers, where Packers were in the driver's seat, you know, for that game. Lions were in the driver's seat. They had to come back and win. So San Francisco hasn't played a complete game yet. We haven't seen San Francisco at its best. And I feel like this Sunday is the time they're due to have their best game, a complete game. So I I like San Francisco
2: in this game just because we haven't seen it, I guess. Um, when when would you say? I mean, cuz they 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 lost on Christmas, then they went to Washington and did what they basically needed to do right. before pulling some guys. McCaffrey got dinged up in yep. the game Eight, week 18, they didn't they didn't play. Yep. So I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out I, I, it, it could be that Week 13 against Philadelphia. You know what I mean? That that was that run where they were just crushing it. They they came back from their bye. They snapped their three-game losing streak. They went on a run. Yep. They smoked Seattle on right. Thanksgiving yep. night. Then went to Philadelphia and just crushed them. Yep. That's you think those Niners are going to show up Sunday? I think it's those Niners
4: uh, when they when they had the. I think the three games skid early in the season. They, they came out and they went to Jacksonville. Yeah, they killed them. And they spanked Jacksonville.
2: Coming off a bye, too. They coming were sitting off, on it. Coming
4: off a bye. Right. So this is this is two weeks in between their last game. They've they have looked at film of their last two games, you know, which they had to hang on and come back mm-hmm. to win. This is the equivalent of them coming off that bye regular season. I think they'll be at full force.
2: I think they get the W. So how how would you how would you if you had ever took on so I guess who is the most Mahomes like guy you ever had to defending against at quarterback? Yeah, yeah. Uh who would that be?
4: Well, just in terms of I guess in terms move, of movement and yes. being able to, you know, scramble around and mm-hmm. you know manipulate the pocket and like you feared him not just throwing but running was Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's, he was the guy that you, you were scared of. You know, when you're, you're out there, as we talked about, on the island, and you're on your man, you know that the play is never over. And with Patrick Mahomes, the play is never over. Like, we don't talk a whole lot about Patrick Mahomes and him running the ball. Uh-huh. But there's no more effective quarterback at scrambling in the game. Uh, you take Lamar, you can take anybody else. Nobody's more effective at scrambling and picking up first downs than Patrick Mahomes. So he's, he's, he's the X factor. Even though he's the, the guy, he's still also the X factor because of what he can do with his legs as well.
2: And then the one that, uh, that was just raising his game 10, 15, 20% because it's the playoffs or because he's dynastic, would it, would it be Brady? Would it be would it, Tom? Would it be Tom? Oh. Tom?
4: I mean, Tom's just—he's he, over there somewhere. He just—he's by himself. You know what he was able to do for the amount of time he was able to do it. You know, for for him to—you know—go to to win seven Super Bowls. I think he was in ten or eleven total. The ten, like half his career, he played in. He's in
2: the Super Bowl. Like that's. That's crazy. Well, Mahomes, if Mahomes wins this, right, he's he's off to a start, right? I mean, but I, my, I keep saying that he's got to avoid. He, he, first of all, Tom went ten years without winning one, but he still yep. went back to them. Yep. And then he played till he's forty-five, and it wasn't just because he was hanging on. No, nah. he had one of the best quarterbacking careers of any age yep. quarterback from forty on. Yeah, it. Mahomes but is going to have like, to do that too. Yeah, Brady, you know,
4: you know, you. I'm sure you've seen it. He's had two Hall of Fame careers right. <laughs> you know, it wrapped up in one. Um, so, like, yeah, when you talk about, you know, Brady, like I said, he's kind of off in a category by himself. And, but Mahomes is also carving his name in history as a guy who could possibly rival
2: what Tom did. And I, I haven't spoken to Tom yet about this, but I'm assuming the sun is brighter for him. The air is cleaner for him. The food tastes better for him. For everybody, it, it, the same way. For everybody, it does. Even if you're not
4: a fan of, of
2: Michigan, it's, the air know. is still cleaner.
4: They, they, uh, Rich, they're yeah. actually breathing the same air we are. So
0: it's. Little, I know that. <laughs> it's a little cleaner
2: for those guys too. Uh, I agree. <laughs> yeah. We are making the world a better place. Thank you. I forgot Thank about you. that. Thank you. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so before I let you go, your big game sipping event is tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Yeah. Okay. Mandalay Bay Rhythm and Riffs. Okay. Yep. BigGameSipping.com for that, and then CWInterceptWines.com for the new uh, for the new sparkling sparkling, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, honestly every 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 other offering that you have is 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 outstanding. Thank you. And then WoodsonWitzy.com, or you can find it in a store near you, just like Intercept Wines. Yes, indeed. Love you, Charles Woodson. Man,
4: always. Good to see always, you. Always, man. Great to see you Thank you well. for the hash
2: yep. as well. Come on, man. Uh, when we come back, Kurt Warner will join us here on the Rich Eisen Show. But before we bolt, I want to tell you about Game Time Tickets. You still have time to get a ticket to the big game, and you can use Game Time, the fast and easy way to buy tickets for events near you for exactly that. Because right now, all users get $100 off when they buy a big game ticket with code Vegas100. You can see the view from your seat. You can also get the all-in pricing before you buy. So there's no shock after At all, when you find tickets on GameTime, it takes the guesswork straight out of buying tickets. Again, all GameTime users right now get $100 off a big game ticket with the code VEGAS100. Restrictions apply. Visit GameTime.co for terms. Just download the GameTime app. Use the code VEGAS100 for $100 off a big game ticket. Or if you're not going to the game, just use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. What's more likely, Super Bowl is going to be Finishing up our program, but coming up next, look who's chilling out in our Roku Channel green room couch—none other than Kurt Warner, another champion. That's right, another champion. Wow, that's right. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning—or at least. Back here on the Roku Channel, radio audience will return in two minutes' time uh, because we're not going to spend enough time together on Sunday. We're <laughs> going to spend about 20 minutes together right here on the Roku Channel. My yes. friend Kurt Warner back on the show. We're going to be spending an insane amount of time.
1: We are. I have him. to leave early, though, so know, we're know. making up for uh, it right now.
2: You guys, you, you, you know leave I like early. to humble brag, you <laughs> know. And you? I,
0: yes. No. Yay. Really, Rich? Kurt? Kurtz Kurt? Kurt
2: does? Cause it's, Kurt doesn't, d- he never sees that. But, you know. Rich Eisen has a show? I didn't the, know that. The, <laughs> I never knew that, ever.
1: But now I, I realize he does. <laughs> hey, yeah. it does. Hey.
2: It's a pretty good show, too. Like, it's a pretty good setup. Welcome back. Um, but Kurt, in the middle, well, just probably right at, right around the four or five hour mark of, of game day morning on Super Sunday, he's got the ultimate humble bragging uh, brag, thing. I'm sorry. I've got to call the Super Bowl. Got <laughs>
1: to get ready for my yeah, broadcast on Westwood yeah, One. I'm sorry, I got to go.
2: And so it's a good gig.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a good gig. You know, yeah. I mean, I'll do six and a half hours with you or whatever.
2: Just like the I mean, NFC Championship game, uh, this Championship Sunday. Yeah. Gotta leave, hopping a flight to go up the coast to call the NFC Championship That's game. Right. It's pretty cool yes. on Westwood One.
1: I got the best gig. I get the you studio stuff gig. with my guys. I get to go and call the games with Kevin. Like. I got a good gig. I love it. I love it. Yeah.
2: and super, It's going to be awesome. Yeah, Super Bowl 58 coming up. Um, and then we'll talk about um, Bingo Blitz as well. I'm curious what that's all about. All right. Kurt Warner here on the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show radio network. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. And also this friendly reminder that Super Bowl 58 on Westwood One is streaming for free, sponsored by AutoZone on Super Bowl Sunday. Hear every minute of Westwood One's broadcast live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate station's digital platforms. Get in the zone with AutoZone. The free free AutoZone fix finder service can help you find a fix for free. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone and calling that game on Westwood 1 and hanging with me and the rest of the gang on NFL Network for eight and a half hour long pregame show prior to Super Bowl 58 on NFL Network, courtesy of Bingo Blitz, Kurt Warner. Hey, what's back on? here on the Rich Eyes. What's going on?
0: You got your
1: own show. You got your I own do. radio network now. Like, <laughs> yeah. What's next? Jeez. Uh,
2: world domination. Okay, <laughs> take it. Do it. I don't it. know. I mean, we're, do it. we're here on the number one streaming portal known to man, awesome. Roku. Yeah, By the way, back you got actual. some Roku. This, did you? Have you seen our gift bag that's back there I've yet? not seen our gift. No, That'll your be gift placed hand. in your hands as you leave. All here. right. Take it. There's some good – there's some quality Roku gear in there. Okay. So you could stream in the Warner household. We'll do it. You know. We will uh, do it. When you look at this trophy, what do you think of, Kurt Warner?
1: (sighs) I would think of – what really comes to my mind the first time I see it is, (laughs) I want another shot at that. I want to play (laughs) one more of these games and try to win it again. Um, But obviously, you know, it goes back to just the moments I've had in the Super Bowl. That's one of the coolest things about this week is – I mean, obviously, all the memories aren't great, as you'll probably mention at some point, but no. but I played in three great Super Bowls, three Super Bowls that came down to the end. Either team could have won, uh, and I appreciate those moments where you get the two best teams playing in the biggest game and playing the best game of the year, and that's really what that represents to me. I'm fortunate that I, I won one of those, but I played in three great Super Bowls that came down to the end. Either team could have won against some other great players, and that's the first thing I think of when I think about the Super Bowl. Well, before Tom
2: Brady got his hands on your records, uh, you had in your three Super Bowls the three most prolific passing games in the history of the Super Bowl, yeah. and obviously Brady had an overtime to help you know surpass one of your he three. He got ten
1: shots at it in <laughs> an overtime. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> come on,
2: <laughs> it's, how it's many not yachts fair. can you watch, right. It's not fair. But but so the question I want to ask you is one that I started the show with with Joe Montana sitting in the seat that you're you're currently occupying. Kurt is just the ability that you see from Mahomes, and obviously Purdy is still cutting his teeth. Um, the ability to just raise your game when yeah. the biggest game hits. And so, yeah. can you – and again, Montana didn't have much of an answer because I'm talking about something that's esoteric. Yeah, you can't it put is. your finger on it. But what, what did you do that, that, that allowed you right. to have those moments that we see Mahomes is, yeah. potentially has that as well?
0: Well, I mean,
1: I think, first of all, like you said, it's, it's an internal thing. But the ability to kind of, you know, for lack of a better term, slow your pulse. Like when the biggest moments happen, some people feel that. Other guys embrace that. And that to me is, you know, when I was playing, that's what it was about. It was like you almost got even more focused. You got more locked in Mm. in those moments because you felt. You understood it was bigger, and that didn't overwhelm you in those moments. I think it is a lot about focused as well. I. I have an unbelievable ability to focus. My kids will tell me all the time, you know, when I'm sending a text message, they can say my name 400 times. And I will not hear them uh, until I'm done, until the last word is, is send. And then it's like, oh, what, were you guys talking to me? <laughs> you know, like, oh, really? Uh, yeah. So they joke about it all the time. But I look back and go, like, that was my ability when I would get into those moments didn't hear anything, didn't feel anything. I was so engrossed in that moment, that play, that I was able to play my best in those moments. And that's kind of, to me, what it's all about. Some other people will just maybe hear their young daughter saying, dad, dad, dad. You know, like, and it starts to distract them a little bit. Those guys that have the ability to look through that and go, I am in this moment fully, so I can play my best in the moment are the ones that that are great.
2: So you're saying the ones that listen to their children
1: have never won a Super Bowl is what you're saying? Probably. Okay. Probably they I'm get d- distracted I at this point. They lose in the championship game. They can't yeah. put it all together. Yes, that's probably what I'm saying. I understand that's an. So when odd Brenda, from what you see Brenda, when you said. see Brenda, you <laughs> yes. tell her that yeah. the reason on, that he Brenda. won Super Bowls and you're here is because he doesn't listen to your kids. That's
2: right. Doesn't Brenda. hear your kids. <laughs> Come on.
1: Right. Then I'll stop
2: saying that because <laughs> I don't want yeah, yeah, to get upset. Then walk away. That's right up to the water's edge. Right. <laughs> and then pull back <laughs> so uh, I, I know we've spoken about it on NFL Network multiple times and I'm sure you've you, you've chimed in on it multiple times elsewhere but uh, just for the moment the the Brock Purdy conversation what do you right. see when you watch the game film on him yeah. that uh, that that you saw in person in the second half of that NFC championship game where he's able to flip a switch yeah. for the lack of a better phrase and yeah. what are you seeing in, in the struggles
1: before well right. the biggest thing I'm going to say is that I think over the last year and a half, he's played the quarterback position as well as anybody. And it looks differently, but it doesn't mean it's less difficult than what some of the other guys do. And that's what I think part of the narrative has been, is that he plays more conventional football, meaning like guys like me, more things have to be right around them, or they have to play better in that pocket and and on schedule than other guys have to. But he has done that really well. He's made a lot of tough throws that I don't think it's as easy as, oh, plug any of these good quarterbacks in and they make all those throws. I don't think that's the case. But it looks differently than this era of quarterbacks. You know, people ask me, hey, when you were going through it that first year, you didn't seem to, you know, have everybody pointing to all your weapons and the greatest show on turf and all those guys you had. And I think one of the reasons was because I looked like every other quarterback. Like, in that day, it was, day and age, it was drop-back quarterbacks. Uh, you're throwing it from inside the pocket. And so I looked like everybody else in in my era, and I was doing it really well. So I got credit for doing it really well. Now the era is more – Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and these athletic quarterbacks are the things that get etched in our mind is oh man can he make a no you know they'll look past can he run around and make five guys miss no but he's playing the position inside the pocket really really well Uh, but that's why I think he's getting scrutiny because he doesn't look like this era of the prototypical quarterback where I did at the time but Playing great football, uh, playing his biggest in the biggest moments, right? He hasn't played great in the playoffs. If I probably took every game that he's played since he took over as a starter, um, I would say probably his last two games are the worst two games that he's played. No kidding. Yeah, I would probably say that. You know, Even though other people looked at some of the interceptions earlier in the year, some of the losses, I think he played really well in those games as well. Including Christmas against Baltimore? Yeah, I think that was more happenstance. I don't think he played terrible. I think it was Baltimore playing great and creating some things. But he still made a lot of plays in that game. I don't think he's played very well in these last two games. Yet, in those moments, the last drive, again, it wasn't – like, I'm a realistic guy. So – that last drive against Green Bay, it was all checkdowns except one throw to Jennings. So it wasn't like I, was, I didn't leave that game impressed like some people did. I was impressed with what he did before that. Last week, more about his legs than him making the plays in the pocket. But regardless, you do what you have to do to win in those moments. Play your best in the biggest moments. He's done that, and that's why he's playing in the Super Bowl. And then what about – I know you've made mention,
2: on, on again, on game day morning, and then I, again – see what you do with QB Confidential and and you tweeting about it as well. The scheme in San Francisco sets up the quarterback for – Difficult throws yes. that, that leads to? Difficult m- throws. And certainly in the middle of the field, which was always Jimmy G's right. issues. Well, yeah. So you're
1: saying the scheme kind of the leads to The scheme leads, leads them this? to, well, first of all, when a scheme leads you to the middle of the field, there's a lot more bodies in the middle of the field. So that's just kind of the nature. If you're going to throw a lot of your throws in the middle of the field, there are going to be more balls put in harm's way. Mm-hmm. But, yes, the scheme. The scheme is very much built on play action and running the football. And so play action, you draw the linebackers up. You attack the middle of the field, there's bigger windows. When you get into a drop-back game and you don't have that pull on the linebackers and you don't have a scheme that, for instance, puts a guy underneath and a guy over the top of a linebacker and you get to read off of that linebacker. Does he go deep? Does he go short? When you don't have that sort of stuff, now sometimes you're asked as a quarterback to find that throw. Like, does it go in the first window? Does it go in the second window? Does he have to throw it over the linebacker? And Brock Purdy and, and really all the quarterbacks in that system are asked to do that a lot, um, and so that's when people watch it and they go, "Oh, that wasn't that tough of a throw." And I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Like, there's linebackers all over. There's a small little window. You got to anticipate. You got, and so that's what I don't think a lot of people see. That it's not always conducive to making the game easy and making, you know, creating layups for your quarterback that are just easy throws. Everybody sees the throw to Debo. That's at the line of scrimmage, and he runs for 20. Yes, that's a layup. But their throws down the field, they don't have a bunch of layups because of their offense. And so he's asked to make some more difficult throws. And that's what I appreciate about how he's playing. And then just to extrapolate it out one step further, is that
2: the fact that there's uh, a play action necessity to have somebody bite on it to get the chunk plays to open up, is that part of the reason why there's been no comebacks from seven points down in the fourth quarter up until that Green Bay game? Yeah,
1: I I think it's twofold. I think it's first, they've had a really good team, so you don't play from behind very much. Right. Right. So that's kind of how I felt in my career. I don't remember how many comeback games I had, but I was like, we were ahead most of the time. So that's the first thing with San Francisco. They're ahead a lot. But yes, I believe their offense is built around the run game and the play action. So they're not as good. They're not as Versatile in their drop-back pass game, as some other teams are, because they focus on what are we really good at? We're fo- we're good on play-action and running the game, or running the ball. So we're going to focus on that, spend our time on that, and then the pass game will become more of a complementary piece to it. So now, when we're stuck in a game where we've got to go to that complementary piece, the thing that we're not best at, you're not going to be as good in those situations as you are doing what you focus on. So yeah, I think it's, it's twofold in how it plays out, but yeah, the bottom line is that's not their strength. I don't think they go to practice and go, Hey, we're going to spend this whole period doing drop back passing because Kyle's like, that's not how we're going to play. We're going to run the football and play action. We're going to beat people that way. And then if we have to throw it, we've got these pieces, but they're just not like vice versa to what we did in St. Louis. Like we were throwing the ball. Like, Running was a complementary piece. We were going to get really good at throwing it, so we were always built for that situation. But then we were up in a game, fourth quarter, and we got to be in the four-minute drill and hand the football off. Mm -hmm. That wasn't our greatest strength, even though I did have teams that were good at that, but that wasn't our greatest strength. So we were at a disadvantage when – we had to hold on to a lead as opposed to try to take back a lead. Kurt Warner here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, what is bingo blitz about? All right, let's talk about it. You guys grew up playing bingo? Anybody yeah, here? Yeah, of course. Okay, I did. When I was growing up, we would go to church every Wednesday, bingo night. Mom would buy my cards. i get to keep all the money that I won. I know. We didn't have a whole lot, so I got (laughs) to keep it all. So you couldn't wait for, you know, stamping your spot. Bingo! Uh, So we're kind of celebrating that idea, that Super Bowl to me is about those bingo moments for players. Me throwing a touchdown pass uh, to win a Super Bowl 34 was kind of my bingo moment. I gave James Harrison... His bingo moment, <laughs> you know, a few years later in the Super Bowl. But you brought it up I know, by the I way. I did. I did. Okay. But before you could take me down that path, I okay. thought I would go there. But anyways, we're gonna have some players that have their bingo moments, so we're kind of celebrating that idea. Okay, Bingo Blitz. Download the free app. Uh, you can get a, a free. Uh, Subscription, or I should say get an account, account yep. there, get a free account there. And then if one of these defenses set a Super Bowl record for eight sacks in the Super Bowl, then we are going to give one of our account holders a million dollars if that happens. So the spirit on. of Vegas taking some money home, right? Gaming a little bit, having a little bit of fun, and a little bit of risk involved with eight sacks. That's, eight? It's that's a lot of sacks. Yeah. But yeah. a few years ago, we saw the Rams get seven against Cincinnati. It's like a bold prediction. I mean, a little bit of way, a bold prediction. A big hey, prediction. A bold prediction with a million bucks. I'll take yeah, that, I'll that. I will take that yeah. bold prediction. Let's hope we hit on that one. Well, this is not
2: so, uh, a record that, that Mooch can have somebody smash because you, no. you didn't have play defense. And it's not
1: a record that I would want to have, have if I was playing in the Super Bowl. Understood. But since I'm not, <laughs> hey, <laughs> Let's do it. Bingo right. Blitz. Download the free app. Join in, and maybe you win a million bucks.
3: And and that would and, be a and, good bingo moment. Exact. It's installing. Oh, it as he's, doing it right now. I, he's literally I, doing it. I only won present. like
1: five dollars, ten dollars when I had my bingo moments growing That's up. Right. So <laughs> a million bucks would be a lot better than that.
2: That is fun. Um, so uh, I won't uh, have you give your prediction here. So I'll just uh, kind of run around uh, that that uh, that trap and ask you what you think it comes down to. What does Super
1: Bowl 58 come down to? You know, if I'm going to pick one area, I'm going to say that I believe it comes down to San Francisco's run game. That if – Brock Purdy and San Francisco have to drop back and throw the ball against that Chiefs secondary. I think it'll be a long day. So key for me is if there's one area that's a little bit weaker with the Chiefs defense, it's stopping the run. That's where San Francisco is built. That, to me, is where this game is going to hinge. If they can't run the football, um, I think it's going to be tough. I guess the caveat is I don't think it's going to be a blowout, so I don't think... The Chiefs are going to all of a sudden score 35 points in this game, so they could probably still keep it close and maybe win late. But that, to me, is the component that I think is most important.
2: Yeah, I mean, because everything that you said, how the play action pass yep. and how it works, yep. for it to click, McCaffrey's got uh, to. Right. I mean, Spagnuolo's got a. He knows that. Uh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he knows
1: that. But it's not always as easy as you know. We know they're going to run the football, stop the run. But I, I, I think they would feel pretty good if it was like. Balls in Brock Purdy's hands with our secondary, and they've got to throw it every snap. Yeah, I think we feel pretty good there.
2: And you know, I guess one way to do it is, is Jedi mind trick the the opposition into only running the ball six times with running backs. Like <laughs> I, I I I don't know how that <laughs> happened. I'm sorry, keep Baltimore fans. I yeah. keep returning to that, but it's just the ultimate head scratcher. Is how did yeah. that happen in the, the u- AFC Championship? The only game?
1: thing I I say, even though they're a different team this year. We've kind of said it for a couple years: is that it almost seems like there's there's Patrick Mahomes rules that when you're playing against Patrick Mahomes in those moments, you go a little bit a different way and a little bit against character because you're like, "Well, we can't just hand the football off. We'll never be like we need Lamar to outperform Patrick if we're going to win this game." And you get into these modes of of panicking and going away from what got you there because you know number 15 on the other side is is so good and so special you feel like you got to do something extra. But, you know, Kyle Shanahan, you know, I think back to – I called that game at Buffalo in New England. You remember that game? It was freezing cold and the wind was 800 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And they went into that game and you, you said, well, this is going to be a running game. But I think Bill Belichick handed the football off like three or four times in the entire game. Right. He was patient enough to go, hey, I'm not going to throw it. I'm not going to make Mac Jones throw it. Josh Allen will throw it. They'll get impatient and try to throw it. New England won that game running the ball four times. Can you have that sort of patience if you're Kyle Shanahan to go, this is our game plan, this is what we do, we're going to keep handing it off. We're going to keep pounding and pounding and pounding as long as we're in the game. And like you said, Baltimore got impatient. Can you be patient if you get into one of those kind of games? See you on the Zoom tomorrow for our uh, pregame show
2: meeting. And then I will see you on Sunday at the stadium. And then I can't wait to hear your call with Kevin Harlan in the booth on Westwood One. And everybody... Go download the free Bingo Blitz app, create an account, and you could win a million bucks if there's eight sacks in the game. There you go.
1: On Sunday. Eight sacks.
2: I could use a million going for bucks. the defense. Thanks. Defense
1: wins championships. Thanks for coming, Kurt. Good to see dollars. you. Good to see you, buddy. You got it. It's Kurt
2: Warner right here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's more likely? Brockman's got them all teed up. That's how we roll out the door on a Thursday. Let you know what's more likely to happen in Super Bowl 58 or not. What was it like picking this trophy up for the first time?
0: It me? was the greatest thing, in the, and it really was, Rich. It really was. Do you the remember greatest the circumstances? Thing. Oh my God, man! First of all, you got to go back and think about like we were one and fifteen. We were three and thirteen. One and fifteen. When you're three and thirteen and one and fifteen Cleveland Browns, I know you don't think there's any chance that you will ever lay a hold of something like this. Mm-hmm. So to go from those days to coming in 92 and winning that Super Bowl and actually somebody handing you that trophy, the most incredible thing, most incredible feeling in the world. Right. Did you ever step in
2: when you heard that Jimmy and Jerry were not doing well, or you just you your station wasn't I, that in life just, at that point? I just point didn't in time.
0: think anything would happen, Rich. I really didn't. I was like, he, 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 are you joking? You know how hard it is doing Super Bowls and, and you have a formula that's working and Jerry Jones, I'm telling you, that's, that's the one thing, I'll never forget Jerry Jones telling me that when I was negotiating with him and I was saying, you know, I'll, I'll go to Cincinnati and it was just, I'm just, talking trying to get my monies up i said i'll go to cincinnati you can get Carl pickings over here and let's see what happens and jerry said to me then jerry said michael you know when i see you i see michael irvin and the dallas cowboys he said i kind of see it like magic johnson in the lakers he said what is magic without the lakers and what are the lakers without the magic he said you guys they belong together just like you and the cowboys he said michael the best way i can tell you If a bomb hit Valley Ranch today, that's where we practice, and blew everything up, everybody, everything. When the smoke clears, baby, me and you, we gonna still be here. So we might as well work this deal out right now. (laughs) That's what he said to you? I promise y'all, this dude is a fool. This dude is a fool. (laughs) He had me laughing as he was telling me no about my money. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you're in the Hall of Fame together.
2: Uh Oh, all of our appearances on your YouTube page are awesome. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. What a fun day, huh? Oof, One guest. a I mean, palooza, But uh, we finish up. We normally do this on a Friday, but we have so many guests I know, we don't tomorrow. Time tomorrow. We're going to use this piece of real yeah, estate right. now to give it the time that it's worth since it's, you know, about the big game. What's more likely big game style presented by Subway.
0: What?
3: What's more likely?
2: Never say never, but never. All right, Chris, like uh, Kurt Warner texting, you have my undivided attention. All right, guys, ready? Everybody good? How yes. you guys doing? Yeah. You guys good? I'm great. We're
3: good. I'm we're, great. Great. In, we're in, good. in Vegas. Can
0: we, I'm, the Cowboys were here today. Awesome.
3: All right, guys, what's more likely to be the higher total, the anthem time in seconds?
2: Oh, this is prop bit. What are you doing <laughs> to me?
3: Or, or, or the longest scoring
2: drive on Sunday? All right. So, so the, the longest scoring drive could be like an. Eight. so if
3: you want re- a point of reference rich the yes. over under for the national anthem is 90 and a half seconds by okay. Reba McIntyre right 90 and a half so
2: what's gonna be shorter longer, longer higher longer. higher so
3: do we basically do we get a 91 yard scoring
2: drive oh, oh I game? see I see I see I see I see um oh okay I'll go uh, I'll go national anthem ReBA oh I'll go ReBA I'll go Reba over the offense no being going able the whole to sustain. Field. Yes. No one's going the whole field. I'll say Reba sustains like more than the offenses.
3: <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay. All right. Who's more likely to retire if the Chiefs
2: win the Super Bowl? Kelsey or Andy Reid? Andy
3: Reid or Travis Kelsey?
2: Oh. That's so stupid. <laughs> I'll take the guy who's more up in years. Okay. I don't think. Tra- Why do people think Travis Kelsey's going to retire? So he can go into the Hall of Fame with his
3: brother. Yeah. Good, good one. And he can live the rest of his life with Taylor Swift and have it. But I he's know, he, already accomplished everything on the football field. Not, no, he hasn't.
2: Three rings, Hall of Fame. Has anybody ever won three Super Bowls in a row? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I mean, come on. Oh. I, 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 don't know. I, honestly, I, I, I haven't spoken to. The last time I spoke to Kelsey was when I saw him in Germany, and I hugged him, and I called him Mr. Perfectly Pfizer. <laughs> He laughed. (laughs) Um, And so, uh, you know, I I mean, uh, honestly, I'll take the guy who's up in years as opposed to Travis Kelsey retiring. I don't know why people think he's thinking of retiring. Rich, if, if Dion wouldn't have held Irv on that plate, then the Cowboys would have won
1: three. Oh, oh no. That's, that's yeah. not here, there. That's
2: so no. disrespectful to Stan yeah. Humphreys and Bobby Ross and the San Diego-Georgia organization. No disrespect, man. No, no, no. You yeah. needed to say that first to avoid oh. being disrespectful. Oh, my bad. You cannot ad-hoc that we all do respect. I'll go Andy Reid. What else? All right, next one.
3: First off, before I get to it, shout-out Blake at the MGM Poker Room. Balaki. Saw him last night. Big fan. Took a selfie. He watched his overreaction Monday with his girl. It's amazing. He was incredible. He helped me with this one, so I wanted to give him a shout-out. Okay. True story. If the 49ers lose the Super Bowl, who's more likely to take more heat from the media on Monday? Brock Purdy or Kyle Shanahan? Oh, ho,
0: ho, 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 ho. Oh.
2: Well, I mean, how do they lose? How do they lose? Yeah, that's true. Uh, honestly, like oh. if they lose the way, if they, I, I don't know, if they, they lose because the Chiefs score last, you know, that they don't have the fourth quarter bugaboos and Brock Purdy did what he did.
3: Oh, then it's you then know game management, Kyle Shanahan. Then I'll
2: take Kyle Shanahan then, you know. Pick six at, at the end of the game, obviously. No wonder you and Balake got along very well. This <laughs> oh, is, man, this, is, if, this is Kyle, <laughs> it if this is a Kyle Shanahan shaming, <laughs> you and him are like, you're at, he had you at hello. They did. The, so it was great. He you had you at, you at hello. By the way, uh, a nice uh, young lady approached me prior to the U2 in the Sphere, says that she watches us uh, before breakfast, I think she said, uh, uh, every day yeah. on the Roku channel. Um, said uh, I was right about the bag packing, so oh, you, wow. we all had our wow. run-ins last <laughs> night right. with our okay. fan base. Dion okay. didn't Dion uh, put I that to bed and explain I to you know that things that you might not be able to understand. You're stand. talking about. All
3: right, here we go, guys. More likely to be the higher total: Debo Samuel rushing yards or Chiefs total points scored.
2: Oh, I'll go Debo rushing yards.
3: Oh, really? really?
2: Yeah, I'll go Debo rushing okay. yards. Because you just heard Kurt Say doesn't think the Chiefs are going to score in the 30s. Right. I think Debo will t- have two or three runs at least. I think Debo's going to have a run in the first 15 scripted. Mm. For sure. All
3: right. Make yeah, a I'll take, of that I'll take Debo runs later. right there.
2: Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, more uh-huh.
3: likely to be the higher total. Christian McCaffrey touchdowns or Patrick Mahomes interceptions. I'll go
2: McCaffrey touchdowns. Why do you think Mahomes is getting picked off in this game? Well, because he's been picked, picked off twice in two of his three I understand Super Bowls. that. I know. So, has he been picked off twice in, I guess, in what he was picked off twice in the first game between these two and then the next game against the, the Bucks. Yep. He wasn't Nothing picked off year. twice last year. Nothing last year. All right, so, bro, I right. think he's turned a page. That's okay. what I'm saying.
3: Right. <laughs> I also I, I agree with Irv. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, MVP if the 49ers win. All right. What's more likely, guys? Two more. A special teams touchdown or a defensive touchdown ooh, ooh, on ooh. Sunday?
1: Good one. Uh, I'll
2: That's go good defensive one. touchdown. Do special teams' touchdowns happen very much? When a special teams' touchdown happens, it's like a unicorn. Yeah. Honestly, like we we saw we saw one um, in Baltimore in the wild, in the divisional round game between the Texans yep. and the Ravens, yep, right? Yep. Uh, uh, please, it, it just seems to be so know, rare. Jim Nance
3: is on the edge of his seat on I the know, opening kickoff. How funny
2: was that when he was on Tuesday's show saying, you know, he wants the – the streak to stay alive. Anytime that there's a touchback, that means the last opening kickoff for a touchdown was his first ever Super Bowl call. Devin Hester yeah. taking one to the house against the Colts in the Super Bowl in South Florida 17 years ago, and then I'm like, so we want a touchback to start the game this week to keep that alive. He goes, no, I'm at the mic. I'll do it again. <laughs> I'll take the touchdown. I love that. And we might but, hear
3: Devin Hester's name called tonight.
2: That's true, indeed. Uh, I, I 14 would go, special go, teams.
3: It's, it's just it's so rare. It's so so rare. I'll go. I'll go defensive. Okay. All right, last one. Uh, Who's more likely to finish with more career Super Bowl wins? Brock Purdy, Patrick Mahomes
2: combined, or Tom Brady?
3: (laughs) I'll
2: go Brady. Oh, I'll go Brady. Seven, brother. It's still a large number. (laughs) It's It's still a large number, even if Mahomes gets three on Sunday. He's got He's not four more to go to tie. Right. A whole For Joe tie. Montana left to yeah, tie. The tie. <laughs> right. For the That's tie. a large, whopping yeah. number is seven from Tom Brady. So, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. There you go. What's more likely? Enjoy the game, everyone. Yeah. I, I, I mean, Brady's career is so remarkable. Like, he, he will loom over every it's Super not... Bowl yeah. ever. Yeah. Honestly, like,
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: Certainly the ones in which Mahomes is in if he needs to win to, to catch up or keep speed or what have you. But that was What's more Likely presented by Subway. Every epic footlong deserves the perfect sidekick. Drop everything and try a delicious new footlong cookie, pretzel, or churro at Subway today. What a show, man. I mean. Joe Montana, Max Crosby, yep. and then um, Dion watching Emmett and, I mean. and Irv sit on our Roku channel podcast. Uh, Purple room couch, that was cool. yeah, that was- and then they take the seats and stuck an extra segment. Then Charles Woodson comes here and we talk about just how life is great <laughs> and amazing <laughs> and better maze. than ever. I like how you
1: said maze there, Rich. Oh yeah, amazing. the maze, sun amazing. and blue sky. Amazing, you
2: know. <laughs> you know? And uh, and then Kurt Warner. Tomorrow's program. Sean Payton will be first <gasps> up, the nice. Super Bowl winning head coach of the Saints back in the day, now with the Denver Broncos. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he's performing at The Wind tomorrow night. Before he does that, he will show up here. Uh, Hour number two uh, Rob Gronkowski and Julian Edelman together. (laughs) They get up. Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura, I believe, (laughs) leave the Aria blackjack table long enough to join us here. What's that? I've (laughs) seen the bus and videos, trust me. uh, And Kenny Chesney will wrap up hour two. Greg Olson and Chris Berman will be our final final, final wow. guests of Amazing. our week, and Great thanks job, again man. to Nikki Ewell and the rest of the NFL for letting us have Vince for a day. Wow. And uh, I believe we're, they're taking it from us tomorrow, not because, you know, they have other plans for it, but Gronk is here, and they don't want Gronk up, <laughs> <Yeah>. up <laughs> yeah. within can't 10 be feet yeah. of that. once, like So that will yeah, be exactly. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for joining us here on this busy Thursday show. We'll be back on the air live from Las Vegas at the TurboTax studios on Friday.